0: Hey friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. The Hair Goals Podcast is brought to you by Salt Society, a hair and business community serving the beauty industry with salon business coaching, hair education, and personal development mentoring. The Hair Goals Podcast is your weekly dose of powerful education from coaches on our team, industry leaders, and stylists just like you. So let's reach those goals together because your success is ours. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Hair Goals Podcast. This is your host, Jamie C. I am the owner and founder of Salt Society. And today we have a really amazing episode and we have a wonderful guest. Her name is Andrea Pazillo, and she is a celebrity hairstylist from Los Angeles. So she focuses on men's grooming and naturally curly hair. And she's a pretty kick-ass girl. We've been talking for a little bit and getting to know more about her. Uh, So she just recently launched in February, a really extensive online course um, called main insight, where she helps teach hairstylists how to confidently and successfully work with curly hair, African-American hair, and a range of textures. So today we're going to be learning more about her story. And she's got some amazing education to share with us today, which we're so grateful to have. And just a little bit of, um, information for you is that all of the information that we share today, all of her free guides, um, her course information, how to connect with her, um, is all going to be located in the show notes below. So you won't have to worry about a damn thing. It'll be all there for you. Hi, Andrea. Hi, how are you? So good. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm so excited to hear all about you. Um, So for all of our listeners, would you be able to share a little bit about yourself and your story?
1: Yes, of course. Of course. Um, This is just really exciting to talk to a bunch of hairdressers and people in the industry. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I've done hair for about 18 plus years, originally from Seattle, Um, and you know, hair was never anything I wanted to do, but it was something I was good at. And I enjoyed being good at something, which I think we can all kind of resonate with. Um, I, in beauty school, I started, um,
0: in beauty school, I started, I had, sorry, no, don't apologize. Go for it. Share it all.
1: Had a technical error on my computer, so it. Just, <laughs> That's okay, like, no worries. It's all good. Figure that out. Okay. okay, so anyway, so um, I had in beauty school, I had a, a teacher that kind of took me under a wing, and she saw that I was like flat ironing really well and doing different things, um, with curly hair really well, and so mm-hmm. I just, I I think I went into it because I've always worked with curly hair. Let's just mm-hmm. let's just start there. I've always worked with curly hair. Um, I've always worked with African American hair, which comes in so many different textures. Um, and at the core of that, I think I had this no fear attitude. And so that's something that really stuck with me to just bridge my career working with it. I worked in a braiding shop and I worked in a barber shop and then I went to high end salons and I've had this range of just like, I want to learn it all. I want to be open to it all. I don't want to say no to anybody. And then from there, I was able to focus, you know, into what I, I work on, but, um, I then wanted to be beyond the chair. And so I was like, I'm going to move to LA. So I moved to LA and I said, well, I don't want to ever work with celebrities. Cause I had this judgment of like, yes. you know, I want the freedom to do the hair I want and whatever else. Mm-hmm. And, and then because I work with African-American hair, it bridged me to working with some women in like Shania Aiko was one of my first celebrity clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, it was a beautiful experience that working with all textures allowed me to bridge into a whole nother world of clientele that ended up being an amazing clientele, right? Like these people are so beautiful and just like any of us. Um, and then now I do men's grooming and I focus on that on set and, um, I work with men's curly hair and men's straight hair and all of that. And so, um, I feel like I'm going all over the place, but All of that to say that um, in my career, I've had a range of things. I've built several clientels. I've lived in different states. I've worked on set, on movies, on um, fashion editorial magazines. I've been published in over 20, my work's been published in over 20 magazines. I've had a great extensive career that I'm so grateful for and I have all this information and I just, I wanna share it all.
0: I think that's a beautiful thing to say. Because we were just talking about this before too. Like, I think so many people have these beautiful nuggets of information that could be so helpful to other people. But I think often we think we need to keep it to ourselves or we feel as though the information is not valuable. And it's kind of a little bit of both. Or like, if I share it, like, I don't know, like, what am I getting in return instead of just sharing it just to help others and just be like, Hey, this is what I know. And here you go. You know, so I'm leading on to that. I'd love to actually pick your brain a little bit and to get some nuggets of information for um, our community. And um, I guess my first question would be: So, if somebody is maybe not familiar with um, like diversifying their clientele or starting to create more of um, an inclusive environment, like where would you advise somebody to begin?
1: Yeah. So first of all, I just want to say that I can um, understand the unknown of that, right? I'm Mm -hmm. used to a certain clientele. I'm used to a certain type of hair and anything outside of that terrifies me because I don't want to, none of us go into this industry wanting to make someone's hair fall out of their head or you know what I mean? Whatever it is. So my first suggestion is to be open to learning. That's the biggest thing. Like I made so many mistakes when I started working with curly hair. I remember my first relaxer and I I know I'm going to tell you guys this because I have no shame in this. And this is a long time ago, but like I melted this woman's hair, Mm -hmm. you know, I melted it. And, and, you know, luckily enough, she was so kind. She did not have to be, she was so kind to work with me. And I just was like, well, I don't want to do that again. So let me just learn everything I can about relaxers. Right. And Mm -hmm. so I think, um, For me, the first step is learning like as much as you can, every class, every course, every uh, person that you can just do their hair, just models, time off, you know, uh, just learn as much as you can. And that sounds simple, but it's like, it's so important because it builds your confidence. And then that's where, you know, everything stems from that. The more, you know, just even if you're good at it or not, if you feel confident in it, people are going to love what you do. So I would also, my other recommendation is, hair is hair so when you take away this big you know bubble around curly textured thick hair you can break it down to hair okay hair needs moisture hair needs protein hair needs um a haircut (laughs) you know whatever it (laughs) is you can break hair down and when you're able to do that you realize okay it's not that difficult like This is just curly hair. It just needs a little bit more heat or a little bit more product or a little bit of a different styling experience. And so it's less intimidating. So someone comes in with, you know, what one of your clients, like one ponytail, they come in with like five of those is one of their ponytails, you know, just thick, thick hair. And you're able to look at that and say, okay, you know, like this is just hair. And so when I think when we break it down like that, it's not any different. It's like, it opens the door to, you know, being able to learn.
0: I love what you said that hair is just hair, like, right. We all have these like preconceived ideas of, well, I'm not familiar with curly hair or I, what if I don't do it right? Or what if I'm not good at it? And instead approaching it from a neutral state, right? Like removing, like, let's not put, let's not judge how we feel about it. Let's just call a spade a spade. Hair is hair and different hair needs different needs and different approaches. Therefore, I also have to compliment you on this because this is so it's, I feel like a little, see a little bit of myself while you're talking in a way where you're like, I fried this girl's hair off. Uh, You know, now let me learn everything that I can about relaxers versus giving up. Like it is always like every mistake that I've ever made. It's always encouraged me to learn more about it instead of never doing it again. Like never like not doing a relaxer again or something like that. You know, it's just, it's so beautiful and refreshing to hear you say that because That is how we grow as people as to use when we fuck up to keep going, keep learning. What did I learn from that? Instead of shaming myself or beating my, I mean, which naturally you have to feel your emotions when you mess up someone's hair, let's be real. Like it, you're probably going to go home, drink a bottle of wine and cry. So, but I love that you didn't give up. I love that it encouraged, you felt encouraged and motivated to learn more because that's what I feel like we need to instill that strength in our communities is don't give up when something because you're inevitably going to mess up. Like you're going to make mistakes. That's okay. It's okay to do that. And, and I love, we, I love that. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Somehow we think other people don't like somehow we think like, Oh, these, you
0: know, people in
1: magazines or working with celebrities or whatever it is. They don't mess up or they haven't, or any of that. And it's like, no, no, no. they probably mess up the most, mm-hmm. you know, which is why they are where they are. Cause they just mm-hmm. put So yeah, I totally agree with that.
0: Well, I also think too, that it's not really talked about often, you know, when you, when you're going, when you're, you know, social media is a a very large part of how people communicate with each other, right. And, and connect with each other and share their work and grow their business. And so when you go on social, it's not often that people are are sharing these, these devastating moments that they've had behind the chair. They're, they're keeping it to themselves or they're crying about it to their friends or they're you know, coworkers or their spouses and then they try to forget it, you know, yeah. instead of like walking through the experience of like, what did you learn and how can yeah. we forgive ourselves to move forward? Yeah. Um, yes, those are great. I love the hair is hair. That's yeah. awesome. Hair yeah. is hair. Um so I guess my next question would be, okay, so what are kind of the top tips or skills that one would need to have when working with curly hair textures?
1: Yeah. Um, I think the first one for me, I would say is not even working with the hair. It's communication mm. because someone with curly hair comes to your chair with a history of hair trauma. They have, and I'm not saying everybody, but majority has had their hair, you know, fried, dyed and fallen to the ground, you know, in some shape, way, shape or form, they've been traumatized with their hair. And and because so many people look at curly hair and, and they want to touch it or say something about it or this or that, it's already a stigma around an identity and hair. And, you know, we have songs about it. Don't touch me. I mean, there's just so many things about it. Right. So you have to understand who's in your chair. You have someone in your chair that has some trauma. So like the communication of what do you like? What do you not like? How can I help you? Like the deep communication of what are some experiences? Opening up that is like the first level to building trust with your client with curly hair because they see you'll care. And so there's room for growth in that relationship of your hair might, maybe the first time they come to you, you could have done better, this or that. But as long as they know you care about their hair on a different level than you would with someone whose hair is just resilient and you can go blonde, and can do this and that, no problem. So this is like a different level of care. Um, Another um, tip that I want to share is just business with hair. I think there's a stigma around people working with curly hair. And I say that because whenever I would be in the salon doing it, everyone would be like, whoa, that's beautiful, but I'm not doing it. I don't know how to do it. That's a lot. There's a stigma around it taking too much work, not making enough money, things like that. When 55% of the world has curly hair. So more people have curly hair than not. And you can charge whatever you want to charge for something that takes your time. If it takes twice as long, charge twice as much. You have the ability to do that because this is your business. So for me, my second recommendation is like, take away the stigma of you're not going to be successful working with curly hair. Create the thought, I am going to be more successful opening my books to a more diverse clientele because it brings in more people. Um, I get to work with more hair, build my confidence, um, excel at my career, become a master of my craft, and make more money right so like that's my second thing um and then the practical side of it um i'll I'll run over that is the the correct tools um and and i go over the specifics of all of this in my course and some in my curly hair guide the free one that um, i'm offering everyone but uh the correct tools products those things are so important with curly hair you can't just use anything Um, a different curly hair product could work on one person and not work on the next five people, right? It's very specific. Um, And then my, let's see, my last, probably like biggest key that I, that I would share um, is let's just say flat ironing, right? But one, we'll talk about flat ironing. A lot of women want their hair flat ironed. They come in for, they call it a press, a press and curl, a flat iron, whatever. I see a lot of stylists go through just like taking big sessions, you know, they're thinking about their time, they're running through it and they're going over the hair three or four times then the hair leaves and it's like, it's a little frizzy when it leaves the salon. And then by the next day, it's really frizzy. So my suggestion um, is take your time because as you take your time with curly hair, you actually save time in the long run. You're not having to go over it again. You, I go over my hair, when hair is in my chair, I go over it once. Once, don't ever go over it again. And it gets straight, silky straight, right? So it's, it's the technique of, I'm gonna take time now. It's like the same thing with a haircut. If you're rushing through your sections, you're gonna have to go through that section and cross-check and cross-check and go through it so many times that now you've spent twice as much time on this haircut versus if you had just taken your clean sections to begin with. Sounds kind of maybe, I don't know how that sounds and you know, if that sounds too technical or whatnot, but it, it is really a huge key. Is, is not to rush in terms of t- taking your time, saves you more time.
0: I love that you approached um, that question uh, not from the, the technical side first, that was refreshing to hear. I think because often we think like, okay, well, like how do I do it? Instead of like, well, let's... Re- re- like first see the benefits of it. Let's see like how this is actually going to benefit your business and really approaching it from a mindset standpoint, which is so important and totally my jam. So I love that you're talking about it's lighting me up. (laughs) Um, I get super jazzed when anyone talks about anything like Just personal development and growth, right? So, and just the multiple benefits of of building your knowledge, building your confidence, helping other people, making people feel beautiful, allowing yourself to grow and to experience new things, and then to not give up on yourself. Essentially, so all of what you're saying is just resonating, and it feels so good. And I love that you're educating on this. I guess I have a question. Um, What was like one of the main reasons why you felt that this was an important um, course to develop?
1: Yeah, well, um, I think over my whole career, people have always told me that I should be teaching what I do. I never did because I was just making money doing hair. You know what I mean? And I, I taught like for product companies, things like that, but never did, that was not specific to what I'm really good at, which is, you know, curly hair, natural curly hair. Or thick, frizzy, or just all of the textures, and um, so. Short, long story short, you know, we're in the pandemic, Black Lives Matter protests. I'm seeing so many things happen in our world in our society. I'm and and then I'm sitting home because I'm not working, and I'm in California. We were shut down for a full year, right? So we were shut down longer than, a lot of other, you know, um, a lot of other states, and so um, I was thinking about our industry and I was like, my God, like, we are really like, we have so much separation in our industry. As I was saying earlier, we have black salons and white salons and Hispanic salons and some salons have a mix of people, but it is very within our industry. It is. And there's and in beauty school, we're not really taught African American hair. We maybe get a day on it. Um, and so I'm hearing stories. I'm on clubhouse. I'm just listening um, to the story people. And I've always listened to the stories of my clients. My clients have gone into salons, high-end salons that do not know how to service them. And they have come out crying and spent years recovering their hair, right? And I'm hearing their experiences and then I'm the one they come to like repair it or, you know, whatever it is. And so I was like, I hope this comes off well, but I, I, I said to myself, how can I call myself a hairstylist and I can't work with all hair? Like, how can I, you know, say I'm a master hairstylist or excel at my career and I have, first of all, how do I even have the option to do that? How is that even an option? And now that it is an option, how am I acceptable? How am I accepting that or or okay with that, right? Um, And that's kind of what we said about what you're similar to that too, of like something's out there and I can't do it. I'm going to challenge myself to figure this out, right? I'm not going to stop that. Mm -hmm. It is a mindset thing. Um, but it 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 is um, I think so important um, for us to learn, and it's and I know a lot of us specialize. You don't have to do it, but to know how to do it, mm-hmm. build your confidence as a stylist, mm-hmm. and when you have confidence as a stylist, that rains out to an influx of success across your career with so whatever you try and do.
0: It's And so, so true.
1: Um, yeah, so for me, I was like, I have this information. I wanna bring it to the masses. I can't travel the world forever. So let me um, put it online, right? Let me get it to as many people as possible. And um, yeah, so that's that's why I wanted to bring it to everybody. Just share what I have and, and, and um, also just give people an opportunity to learn in privacy. Cause I think it can be intimidating sometimes if you don't know and you're in a class and you're the one falling behind or this is a, to learn in your own privacy with your own, making your own mistakes. It's, it's a safe space too.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I know that you were mentioning too, that part of your course is self-study. If that's the one that you open up, but you also allow for more, uh, additional support if needed, which I think is really important, especially if you're doing this in the privacy of your own home. And, um, I think it's beautiful and encouraging and lovely that you have taken this knowledge that you have and are sharing it with others. It's just such a beautiful gift to give. And if anything, I hope that this also not only encourages people to, or anyone who's listening, that this is encouraging you to um, try something new or have a different perspective or be um, open to trying new things. But also if you have this calling inside of you to share what you know, but you feel limited or held back. I'm hoping that this is like an encouraging conversation to like step into the unknown and know that the opportunities are there when you call them in. You know, like for for uh, for us too. Like you reached out to um, to me, Andrea, and I, I loved everything about you, and I was like, "Let's do it!" Like I'm so excited, and and um, being able just to like take the step and do it, and then continue to want to share your voice and to share it with different platforms. And it's just so encouraging and amazing. Can I say
1: something? Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. You're and I say something to that is I I want to share with the audience that if it if you fuck up in the beginning or if something sucks or if it doesn't go the way you want it to go or if it takes months or whatever it is, please don't stop. Because like I remember when I moved to LA, and I was in my first magazine, and everyone from back home was like, "You made mm-hmm. it! You made it! You made it!" And I'm like, "They don't know that I got paid a hundred dollars, and I was on set for twelve hours. You know what I mean? <laughs> they have no clue that I can't even, you know, pay my rent or whatever is happening. Right at that point. Mm-hmm. And um, so things look glitzy and glamorous, and people put off a certain image, but all of us go through struggles, and all of us have to, like come through the fire and make some mistakes and learn from it. So yeah. that's my biggest thing is whether you're working with curly hair or you're trying something new in your career, like you said, um, mm-hmm. sharing your, what you have as value to someone else. Yeah, It so might not seem like it's being received and it might not be, you know, how you expected it, but don't let that stop you. It's my biggest mm-hmm.
0: thing. I love that. So empowering and beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so I'd like to kind of, um, end with a little bit more information on, uh, the free guide that you have, if you could just share a little bit of details of what someone can expect.
1: Yeah. So I have a free curly hair guide. It's, um, on my Instagram and on the main insight website. Um, I really was just putting together 10, like it's actually more than 10, but 10 key ways of, um, working with curly hair. And it, it's not just, like you had said earlier about like going in the mental side of it, it's, it is that too. It's not just practical because working with anything new starts in the mind. And so um, uh, that being said, it's 10 key tips. It's a, it's a nice PDF guide that someone could take with them and just read through, learn a few new things. And um, it's just a way that I wanted to share more information for someone if they can't take the
0: course um, uh, quite yet. So yeah, yeah that's that. a great way to dip your toe in, right? Exactly. They're feeling exactly. empowered with more information. So,
1: and, and reminders. Some of us know, some of us have been in the industry forever, but it's always good to get a good refresher or a little reminder of, of those things, right?
0: Knowledge is, I mean, for me, um, and I don't know if you feel this way, but I'm kind of thinking you might. Um, but learning is one of my favorite things yeah. <laughs> ever. <laughs> like, I just like constantly reading books, constantly listening to podcasts. Like it's so exhilarating to learn something new. Like the, the feeling of like, Oh my God, I I'm so excited that I know that now, because now I can, not only is it either directly impacting how I'm living my life and making it more expensive and beautiful, but impacting the lives of my community or how I help coach people or how, you know, Salt society helps serve the community. Like it's It's so fun to learn. So, and for anyone who's taking a course specifically yours, you're learning something new, but you get to bring something new to the table for your business, which is so freaking amazing. It's so incredible. Yes. And after this year, this pandemic, why not? Like, why not
1: have something refreshing and new? Why go back? Why, why have it the exact same that you just went through a traumatizing experience and now you're going back to the exact same before, you know? So yeah,
0: I know. (laughs) <laughs> gotta liven shit up liven it up liven yes. it up yeah it's exactly it uh, andrea thank you so much this was so lovely to hear about your story hear a little bit more about you and hear about the amazing things that you've been up to and creating and the fact that you just did this in february like whew, is amazing it's gonna take off it's gonna be incredible and i know it's already done so so well and helped so many people so congratulations on all of that and for all of the listeners um I want to encourage you to take a look in the show notes and take a step into the unknown. Yes. Take a step into the Absolutely. unknown and learn some stuff. Absolutely. Andrew, do you have anything, um, uh, last final words that you'd like anyone to to hear from you today?
1: Well, I just want to say thank you for having me on. Thank okay. you so much for this moment. This is a very beautiful moment. And um, no, I'm just excited for everybody. I'm excited for our industry. Um, we really got to see how much people love us in this pandemic. Yes. <laughs> And I think it just gave most of us like a, a little um, lifeline. So mm-hmm. just thank you for having me and, and everyone and anyone, if you have any questions, reach out. I'm here, I'm available. I'm, I'm really here to just help in this way. I think this just, I wanted to go across the world, this kind of
0: information. So yeah. beautiful. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to today's episode. And we'll see you in next week's episode. Bye-bye for now. Bye.